We're back. That's how we're starting it. Okay. Um, we welcome back to the, the All the Smoke podcast. Apparently, um, Owen, do you do you know what week it is in in college football? I mean, it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's has something to do with horns. And there's a direction. It's like horn, horns, horns, horns up, horn, horns, horns Ew, up. No, 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 no. I think, I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's horns, horns down. down. It's Texas Hate Week, baby. Woo! It's also, you know, Tiger Bowl, but horns. it's Texas Hate Week. Hate Week here at the Panther Pod. Horns down. Horns down. <laughs> horns all horns the way down. Down. It's Texas Hate Week. I mean, what else is there to say? Oh, and is there a reason why it's Texas Hate Week? Or is it just every week is Texas Hate Week? Well, this week is uh, specifically Texas Hate Week for one reason, one reason only. That's because my West Virginia, my beloved West Virginia Mountaineers take on the Texas Downhorns in, in Austin, 7.30 p.m. on FS1, Saturday, October 1st. LSU-Auburn. It's at Auburn. It's in the wrong Death Valley. Um, or so, whatever they're... Tiger Stadium is called. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, care. It's not Death Valley. Um, it's 10-1, 7-p.m. LSU's going to stomp all over them. We're going to cream them. No, they for sure are going to cream them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wish we had exciting rivalries to cheer for, like Texas and West Virginia. We just you, have Auburn. You do. You do have exciting. Have Auburn. You do have exciting rivalries. We do. And They're Auburn just, they, is one of our rivals. They just They're come one in, of our chief rivals. They, but they come in later on in, in the year, okay? Yeah, and I'm definitely looking forward to that when we're fighting to get bowl eligibility. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love that. You're going to love it so much. Uh, I'm having a great, great time. I mean, I'm having a better time right now. I'm having a better time. I will say that. Yeah, it's great. Um, um, I, I think that... Brings us to it. Yep. Um, with that, my name's Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spelnick. You're listening to the Panther Pod. I don't like how you stared at me straight in the eye with that. <laughs> with that, I was look. trying to you, you know like, bring the intensity. I was just the, trying to you, bring it. You, you know? brought something, all right. You tried to you tried to stir something deep down inside of me here. You just looked at me and you were like, "This is the Panther Pod." Ooh. Like very, very. <laughs> all right, I take back what I said. Yep. <laughs> that or can you just take back the look? Let's not. You know that was a very. What did you, what did you want me to do? Like stare not, off over here and yeah. say like, "This is." The Panther Pod. I stare at my laptop it's or something like that. But I stare at my laptop or something like that. Like, I don't make direct eye contact with you go, this right. is the Panther Pod. All right. Kentucky, Ole Miss. <laughs> number seven, Kentucky. Number 14, Ole Miss. Will Levis, Jackson Dart. Both SEC teams like to throw the ball. Um, Kentucky definitely more than Ole Miss does. Will Levis threw four games. Um, 79 for 117, a hunt, uh, 1185, and 10 touchdowns, along with four interceptions. Um, both teams are 4-0, 1-0 in the conference. This has huge, I'm talking huge, huge. SEC um, 
matchup and implications for overall division winners and conference winners. Um, what I like about Kentucky, again, Will Levis, I think he's got a tremendous arm. What I hate about Kentucky, they suck at running the ball. They're posting under 100 yards a game, right at 81.5. Ole Miss is running the ball. But you know why? Because hmm. they have Zach Evans. That's why. I thought they had Jackson Dart. No, Jackson Dart's their quarterback. So it's between Will Levis and Jackson Dart. And then – actually, hold on. It's not <clears throat> not between Will Levis and Jackson Dart. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is uh, Jackson Dart and Luke Altmyer. Oh, crap. Yeah. Will Levis is the quarterback for Kentucky. My bad. No, it's between – it has been a four, uh, four to three week – yeah, it's been a four-week battle between Jackson Dart and Jackson Dart and Luke Altmyer. For the quarter for QB one. However, Zach Evans is just cutting it up through through the field, just cutting defenses up left and right. That's why they're running the ball well. However, Zach Evans is injured, and they and it's questionable for this game. It's um, I'm seeing Quinshawn Judkins as their mm-hmm. number one. So far, yes. Um, man, that sucks. Yep. Zach Evans leading Hates rusher it. going into. And Quinshawn Judkins, he's freshman, 5'11", 220. Um, I mean, he's had 429 and five touchdowns through the season so far. That's not too bad. No. Um, Especially through four games. I mean, you're averaging over 100 (coughs) yards a game. But what I am concerned about is Kentucky's run game um, and Ole Miss's pass defense. Uh, Ole Miss has been allowing just at 200 yards a game on pass or through the air. Um, Both teams, as we said, 4-0. Not a whole lot of great teams they've played. Uh, Now, granted, Kentucky played number 12 Florida at the time. Uh, They won 26-16. And then last week uh, almost had a scary situation with Northern Illinois. Uh, 131-23. Uh, for Ole Miss, it's uh, Tulsa, Georgia Tech, Troy, and then Central Arkansas. <laughs> Central Arkansas. Jesus. Kentucky is the much more well, t- much more tested team in this position because, let's be honest, even with a rebuilding Florida under Billy Napier, they are much better. They are much better than Georgia Tech. They're much better than Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, and Tulsa. Like Kentucky has had more tests than I would say Ole Miss does. Ole Miss now they did have a scare with Tulsa last week, beating them thirty-five to twenty-seven, so only by a possession, but. I mean, I think it's fair to say both teams should have won by a bigger stand, uh, big, by a bigger margin last week. Yes. Um, I mean, I think that that's not going to really show on the field because you're going to see two teams that are out for blood. Yeah. I mean, both these teams knew they should have beat Northern Illinois and they should have beat Tulsa by more than a possession. Yeah. Uh. Right now, ESPN has Ole Miss predict. Uh, they oh, ESPN has Ole Miss at a seventy-eight and a half percent chance to win. Mm. They're wrong. 
I'm yeah, telling you are, that right now. Dead wrong. <clears throat> uh, Ole Miss is a is a uh, seven point favorite. The over under is fifty four. Uh, Kentucky's going to come out and surprise some people. I, I say surprise, but they're number seven. <laughs> Mark Stoops, yeah, Mark Stoops, and that offense. Will Levis. No, I thought you were about to say Bob Stoops there for a second. No, no, like... no. Mark Stoops, the brother of Bob Stoops. Uh, no, for a fact, Kentucky's winning this game hands down. They, I, I'll even go as far to say they beat them by two touchdowns more. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be two <clears> touchdowns. I think by the end of the game, I think it'll be a close game. But by the end of the game, it'll be uh, it's going to be two touchdowns or more. I think Kentucky hand, uh, gets uh, runs away with a little, a little bit there at the end of the game. I agree with you. Kentucky's winning, but I'm going to say by at least a field goal. It's it's going to be a lot closer. And agree to disagree. Yeah, two touchdowns or more. Oh, what we do agree on, though, is the Kentucky's fact winning. Kentucky yes. is winning, which is so nice to see. So nice to see. We love getting along here on the Panther Pod. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, both high-powered offenses and very, very. I would say struggling defenses. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss is allowing 312 yards a game, uh, and Kentucky is allowing 272 yards a game. Uh, both over 100 yards passing and rushing that are allowed. I mean, yeah, it, it's going to be up to Kentucky's run defense to try and halt Ole Miss's ground and pound. Um, and, I mean, it's it's going to be up to Ole Miss's past D to try and halt Will Levis. I mean, you got a guy coming in throwing 10 touchdowns and over 1,000 yards in week four. Five. Or coming into week five, five, finishing out week four. Yeah. We have seven weeks of football left. It feels it's like so we just, short. It feels like we just started. Yeah, it really does. I mean, we did just start. But still. It's ridiculous. It's wild. Um, anything else? Mm, Kentucky's winning this game. Yeah, Kentucky's winning this game, hands down. Uh, up next, we have... My Big 12 champions. Oak State. <laughs> and Baylor. And Baylor. Baylor has a 65% chance of winning this game, so ESPN says. Uh... Baylor's favored by two, and the over-under is 56.5. Not going to happen whatsoever. Um, Spencer Sanders. Much improved this year. 62 for 95, 9-16, 10 touchdowns, and one interception. However, when it comes to get against Baylor, I don't know the specific stats, but I want to say he throws um, – if, if he were to throw – Nine passes, three of those are touchdowns, six of those are interceptions. Fair enough. As a historically, or a statistically speaking, historically speaking as well. Fair enough. Uh, Spencer Sanders tends to have a rough time against Baylor's defense, uh, both between their last uh, regular season game and, then of course, the Big 12 championship game. Well, uh, I, mean, this is, I think it's fair to say any Big 12 opponent – um, especially Baylor this year. I mean, good God. Their defense is good. It's not – I would say it's great, but I'm looking at that pass yards per game allowed for Baylor, 225. That's nowhere in the ballpark of Oak State at 265, but their rush yards, 80. Yeah. Oak State, 
111. Yeah. And uh, but but I'm looking at the pass yards though. You're giving up 225 passing yards. Um and what does Oklahoma State like to do this year? They like to pass the ball. Now, where I think you're going to – as Baylor, where you look to uh, really capitalize on Oklahoma State is the fact that they lost Jim Knowles, and that has taken a considerable toll on Oklahoma State. Their defense is not at all what it was last year. No, God, no. Miles from it. Yeah. So, And that's not – I mean, it's just it's, – it's hard to replace a coordinator sometimes. Yeah. So – which, granted, their offense is making up for that oh, lack of production. Oh, for sure. But I mean, Central 348 Arkansas. 348 yards passing per game, 163 yards rushing. Oh, yeah. Central Arkansas, the, or uh, Central Arkansas, Central Michigan scored 44 on them. Yeah. You know, but so, you look and you turn it around, Arizona State, 17. Only, yeah, only scored 17. But then you play Arkansas Pine, Pine, Pine Bluff, 63-7. You're expected yeah. to do that. Um, you know, I, I don't know in this game, I don't know, but my gut has me leading towards, See, I just going to say Normally that's when you say yeah. what team you're picking. I know. I'm, my, I'm, I'm making a decision in my head, nor my gut is leaning towards, I would say, uh, Oklahoma State. Really? I thought you were going to say Baylor. I'll be honest. I want to say Baylor. It my heart, my 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 head says to say Baylor, but my heart is feeling Oklahoma State. I hear you, um, Owen. For the second game in a row, I'm agreeing with you. You're agreeing with me. Wow. I think Oak State is going to beat Baylor. Now, I would not be upset if, well. I mean, either I don't have a dog in the fight. You have a dog in the fight. Well, because, yeah, because we played both Oklahoma State's last game of the season, and then after the Texas game, uh, West Virginia takes on Baylor in two weeks. Three weeks, actually. Three weeks, not not two weeks. Is it, it well, uh, I don't know. My my math is, again, not math major in here. <laughs> um, why I'm going to say Oklahoma State, I don't know. It's solely because my heart, like my gut feeling, says for me to pick Oklahoma State. Okay. And I think it's just because of their high-powered offense, and it doesn't appear as though – I mean, Blake Shapin's been good, but if they can pressure Blake Shapin at uh, – if Oklahoma State can pressure Blake Shapin, I, I see Oklahoma State doing rather well in this game. The one other thing I'll say um, as far as picking Oak State goes, BYU. Yeah. We've, sh- we've seen that BYU is a good team this year. No doubt about it. Baylor took him into two overtimes and lost 26-20. Oak State, we haven't seen them play anyone serious since they took number five Notre Dame last year and won 37-35. Yep. Um, No, I'm, I'm going Oak State. I think Oak State gets a little bit of respect. Uh, this week, I think they get some revenge for that Big Twelve championship game. Now, well, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, I, I think they get some revenge in that Big Twelve championship game. It's going to be a good game. I definitely uh, and possibly another Big Twelve rematch. I think yeah. I think this this could be a this very possibly very well possibly could be another Big Twelve championship game. This is a shame that it's three thirty p.m. 
Yeah, it should it should have been last a night game. last year. It was a night game. It was a night game in, in Stillwater. Now it's going to be a, a mid afternoon game in Waco. Yeah. So, which I last year I think we said how beautiful we both thought Waco was. Yes. Like that field, and for sure, it's one of my favorite stadiums. Yeah. Besides Death Valley, because you know, yeah, Death I hear Valley's you. I hear you. I hear you. Best stadium in um, country, but, but anyway. Uh, moving on, more Big 12 play this week. Big 12, the Superior Conference this week. Uh, Texas Tech at Kansas State. You know, looking at all the games we picked. They are very Big you, 12 heavy this year, you aren't they? Went, I, I was wondering why you weren't saying anything and you were just agreeing with me. Yeah. Now I see why. Yeah. Because it didn't even click. I was like, huh, okay, that's one SEC, that's two SEC, that's an ACC. Huh. Oh, that's three <laughs> big, big 12 games. games. Yep. Um, Two. No, yep. Texas Tech, K, uh, K State, both teams three and one. K State ranked. Yeah. 25. Texas Tech is three and one after uh, knocking off the Texas Longhorns. Uh, horns down. Horns down. Um, Real quick. Texas Tech has also been fined for storming the field. I didn't know this, Cole, but schools get fined for storming the field. Really? Yeah. Uh, the only time I knew that LSU got fined was for playing neck. Yeah. Nope. Nope. They get they uh, the Big Twelve fines schools twenty five thousand dollars every time this, their field has been has been stormed. Okay. No. $25,000 is such a piddling amount of money. No, it really is. For a sports conference. No, it really is. Like it's a it's a life-changing amount of money for someone like me or you. Yeah, like if somebody just handed me $25,000 today, I'd be like, "Wait a minute." Oh my god. Oh my god. You don't know how much this means to me. Yeah. But like 25 grand for storming the field. I'd storm the field every single game. Yeah. I don't care what the outcome is. It has been a long time though since West Virginia stormed the field. I I cannot tell you the last time West Virginia has stormed the field. Uh, however, I think if we beat some big-time opponents that walk into Morgantown this year, we definitely will storm. I hope we storm the field. I think it's partly due because the student section is in the upper deck. Yeah. And the student section is usually the one that storms the field. So I think the university really nipped that one in the bud, unfortunately. Which, however. Fair enough. However, the one field storming for West Virginia that really sticks out in my mind is the 93 Miami game when uh, West Virginia took down number three Miami. Uh, LSU Bama in 2008. Mm. Not the national championship. God, no, not the national championship game. Um, <laughs> oof. Oof. Uh, but no, uh, I think we were number one and they were number three, and LSU beat them. And at the time, it was considered an upset because, I mean, Bama was back on the rise. Yeah. So. Kansas State has a 70% chance on winning this game. They currently are favored by eight, and the over-under is 57. Honestly, if Adrian Martinez plays like he did against Oklahoma, Kansas State is without a doubt. They'll win outright. Oh, yeah. They will for sure win outright. That's and But still, I think if Adrian Martinez plays good enough, like if he plays at least – half as good as he did against Oklahoma, they'll still they'll still win it. Well and Deuce Vaughn, just give Deuce Vaughn the ball. He was cutting that Oklahoma defense up left and right. Here's my issue with the spread. I, there's no way it's not going to be a shootout. 
There is absolutely no way. And I think we the, saw K State. And sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. We saw K State offense last week against Oklahoma that was great. Was very capable. Um, we did not see. We've seen all season a Donovan Smith for Texas Tech who is solid. I mean, consistency. Yeah, 1,116 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions, but you're throwing the ball 166 times in four games. That's bound to happen. However, though, Adrian Martinez has thrown the ball 100 times and only two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, but 538. 538, yeah, but still. I mean, well, and here's the thing. I think Texas Tech is like home of the air raid. And really oh, it, start, it starts 100%. it starts with the Big 12 as well. You know, like 100%. air raid. And I think it just it's because of Mike Leach. Um, but, hey, Joey McGuire's got something cooking down there in Texas Tech. However, I will say this too is – we, I don't think we also take for granted. I think we something we also take for granted is coaching staffs and Chris Kleiman and his staff at Oklahoma, at Kansas State, not Oklahoma State, at Kansas State is much more experienced and well conditioned. Mm-hmm. Um, they've taken their lumps as a staff, and they're they've they're just much more experienced when it comes to these games, whereas Joey McGuire and his staff is kind of a new staff, regardless how long they've been coaching football. Joey McGuire is the first-year head coach at Texas Tech. So I think this is a game that Texas Tech does drop, and I think part of it too is because you're just going to you, – you have a seasoned veteran coach over there on the other side, on the other side of the field who can out-coach you at some points. And you saw this last week with Brent Venables – uh, at Oklahoma is he's a first-year head coach, and yes, he has a lot of coaching experience as a coordinator, not as a head coach, not as a head coach. Um, so, and I think I think that's just something you you could have seen. But also, like Deuce Vaughn has, I I feel like he's been on, like I feel like Deuce Vaughn has been playing for Kansas State ever since I've been alive. Like it just feels like he's been there forever. And then I, I, I guess you could say the same thing with Adrian Martinez because he was at Nebraska for forever. Mm-hmm. But you have a – He's only a junior. He's only a junior. Gosh. Only Who, junior. Deuce Vaughn? Yeah. God. Oh. Height and weight. Guess it. Oh, he's like 5'6", 120 pounds. 5'6", 176. Oh, I was close. You I were. was close. You were. You got the height dead on. I knew he's a, he's a small guy, but he runs like a freight train, man. Um, he's like, oh god, I'm not going to be able to think of his name. Adrian Peterson? No, God, no. Um, Adrian Peterson's like Derrick Henry, where uh, he'll just run you over. Yeah. Uh, Muscle Hamster, uh, Tampa Bay. Doug uh, Martin. Doug Martin. Yep. Yep. But I mean, here's the thing. I and I think overall, well, uh, I think overall, Kansas State as a team is seasoned. And for a lot of people, they pick them as their Big 12 dark horse. I didn't pick them as the Big 12 dark horse, but I can, underst- it. I can understand why. They're 3-1 and one heading yeah. into there. Uh, they, you know, obviously, they came off that bad loss against Tulane, uh, a game they probably shouldn't have won but was necessary in order to beat Oklahoma. And now you get Texas Tech at home under, you know, I, I mean, look, Donovan Smith, that's five interceptions. Here's what I'll say, and I'm going to justify this. Okay. I'm picking Texas Tech. 
freaking Cactus Jack over here. Bang, bang. Um, Texas Tech, in their last three games, number 25 Houston, 33-30, two overtimes. Number 16 NC State, 27-14, they took the L. 22-ranked Texas, 37-34. K-State has played a ranked opponent and has beaten a ranked opponent. They have not played three ranked opponents. K-State makes four ranked opponents for Texas Tech. I think their offense is too too high-powered, and I think it's going to overpower K-State's defense. And I know you're shaking your head. You're disagreeing with me. But ultimately, I mean – you don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm picking Texas Tech. No. I no. I think Kansas State is much more well-balanced and much more well-seasoned overall as a team. And I see Kansas State beating Texas Tech. This, this is where Texas Tech gets into the meat of their schedule and they start to take their lumps as a first-year uh, first coaching staff. Also, Cactus Jack, that would have been uh, – New Mexico. That wouldn't have been Texas. No, 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 no. You don't. You, did you not? No, no, no. All right. So Truth or consequences. Truth and consequences. New Mexico. Yes, yeah. I know. I get it. But did you not see the whole like cactus debacle with Texas Tech? No. And that yes, they have like their own. Um, what's the pixelated thing that you can make now? Not the NSFW, but the um, NFT. NFT. They got one of those made for for of a cactus and something like. Because somebody, I can't remember somebody. Was it Houston or somebody was making fun of them because they're like they're out in the middle of nowhere in the desert and Lubbock and whatever like no name town. Can't I? I don't remember the whole story, but there's that. But also like the Raider thing is this. The Red Raider thing is the finger guns. Like that's their hand symbol. That's what I was going. Oh my god! Texas I would have picked Texas Tech to win the Big Twelve this year now, if I would have known that. Yeah, no, it's 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 the yeah bang bang Mick yeah, Foley. Yeah, no, it is for sure the bang bang Mick Foley. How do you? Yeah, look it up. Yeah, yeah, that's the hand signal. Bang bang. Uh, the West Virginia hand signal is very inappropriate, and I cannot. I mean, I'll do it right here, <laughs> but I can't because <laughs> there are no cameras around. Is, is someone <laughs> cooking chicken? I mean, <laughs> must be a bird around here somewhere. Hey, easy. easy. <laughs> Easy there. Easy there. Um, No, I'm I'm picking Texas Tech. I mean, I think Texas Tech – I understand what you're saying about first-year head coach um, Joe McGuire, but I think Texas Tech is more seasoned. This this season, I think they've played better opponents, and K-State beat LSU last year, so I can't let that stand. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's going to stand. It stands in the record books. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, moving on. Um, Iowa State and Kansas. Um, Iowa State's three and one. Kansas four and zero. Oh. Um, Kansas is last. Kansas is not favored in this game. Bull crap. Bull crap. You good? No, because now the feelings are being brought back up from the West Virginia loss. Look. Great. This is this is an offensive showdown. We've seen what Jalen Daniels can do. Someone we have not mentioned on the podcast thus far this year. Hunter Deckers. The replacement for Brock Purdy at Iowa State. 
101 for 141, 1029, 10 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Dude can ball. Yeah, he can. Uh, which is great for Iowa State fans because you like you were really nervous about Brock Purdy. Um, and this also, like, October was also known as Brocktober for them. It was like Brock Purdy just could ball out in October. He'd get into that the meat of the season, and he could just ball out, which as a West Virginia fan, I'm very thankful that he graduated. Nice, uh, nice to see you. How you doing? Keep it moving. Um, <laughs> but um, – but here's the thing, man, is Hunter Decker also doesn't look like a bad replacement for Brock Purdy. No, absolutely. Um, Hunter Deckers. Hunter Deckers. Yeah. It's like Kroger's and Kroger, you know. Did you say Kroger's or you say Kroger's? Yeah, I'm gonna, I say, hey, I'm going to go to Kroger's. You need anything? Absolutely. Yeah, because you're because you're going to Kroger's store. Like, you're going to Kroger's. Just like, hey, I'm going to Cole's house. I'm not going to say, hey, I'm going to Cole house. Fair enough. What See, do you call Walmart? Walmart? I would. You don't say Wally World. I sometimes I say Wally World as a joke, but I don't call it Wally World. Fair enough. Do you we don't. S- e- we say Walmart. Do you say? Um, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, is it the? What's the clothing store? I can't remember. Is it the Coles or the or Cole? No, no, it's no, Coles. No. no, no. Oh, is, do you say? Do you, are you going to Belk or Belks? Um, I say Belk. I, say I don't Belk say Belk as well. Sarah Ellis, my beautiful, wonderful girlfriend, says Belks. Huh. And Did not know that about Sarah Ellis. I tell her she's wrong all the time. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's not going to like that when she hears this. But that's fine. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> I still um, love you, darling. <laughs> back to Iowa State, Kansas. Um, two very impressive quarterbacks. Very impressive. Um, in Jalen Daniels and Hunter Deckers. Hunter Deckers has more passing yards. Jalen Daniels is the next coming of Vince Young. Dude, so Jalen Daniels is 66 for 93, 890 yards, 11 touchdowns, and only one interception. And 38 carries, 320, and four touchdowns. Dude is almost averaging 10 yards a rush as a quarterback. Now, if def- if Kansas could just get their defense to stout up a little bit, they, I mean, they'd yeah. be unstoppable. They'd be unstoppable. <laughs> Because they're, I mean, that's really, I think, it's what's going to kill them this game is offenses. I mean, there's not, this is going to be. Oh, this is going to be a shootout. This is going to be a shootout. But, like, Kansas is averaging, or Kansas is allowing, on average, 402 yards uh, for for offense. Or they're allow- Total. They're giving they're up. They're allowing. They're, yeah, they're giving up 402 yards. Now, Kansas's offense is outplaying is is making up for their defense for the lost yardage that they're right. yeah, but and we see that in the West Virginia game, we see that in the Houston game, we see that in the Duke game. Kansas offense is having to put a lot of points on the board, a lot of points, and they only beat Duke by a possession. Yeah, thirty five twenty seven. So. Um, this is an Iowa State team coming off of a loss against number 17-ranked Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was also a shootout, real yeah, close right 31-24. there. 31-24. Um, Ohio, not Ohio State. Yes, University of Ohio. University of Ohio, let me specify. The Bobcats. Um, God. They won 43-10 against Iowa, a good Iowa team. 
this year. They did not win 43-10 against Iowa. It was 10-7 no. to 7 no, against Iowa. They won 43-10 against the University of Ohio. Yes. Uh, against Iowa, they won 10-7. And then, I mean... Which is for the first time in six years that they've beaten Iowa. Man, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought Iowa State was favored in that. Nope. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I guess. The Hawkeyes, they're usually... Okay. They're decent. Yeah. Remember last year, they got up to number two at one point during this during the season. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's specify that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean I think this is going to be an offensive shootout. Uh, the over under is fifty eight. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they blow out the over. Oh, for sure, for sure. I would that's say what twenty nine points. Yes, each? no, they for Easily. sure. They are for sure going. I, I'm. I would say this game is going to come down like it's going to be like. 45-42, something like that. Um, um, I think it's really whichever – it's going to be like old Big 12. is Whichever defense can get at least one stop is going to make the difference in the in the game. Iowa State's uh, favored by three. So – but I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I would like to say uh, – nobody has proven to me yet, unfortunately – Unfortunately, nobody has proven Buddy, no, that, don't do it. That can't that nobody can stop Kansas. Even when don't you're up it. 14 nothing. Um 21 7. 28 21. Um wow, okay. <laughs> wow. All of the life just drained from Owen's face. Man, you hate to see it. So sad. Um, um but yeah, I'm gonna go Kansas with this one because I just keep the ball rolling. Um, I'm going Iowa State. I think Iowa State's defense is better, and I hope that. Good luck stopping Jalen Daniels. Yeah, apparently I know. Our defense that's, can. that's buddy. We need to move on from this game quickly. I'm very sad. Um, no, I mean I think Iowa State's defense is better, but ultimately, I, I don't know. I mean. I like Hunter Deckers. He's thrown the heck out of the ball, but Jalen Daniels is an absolute monster. And I think if anyone can force Kansas to take a step back, it's this halfway decent Iowa State team. Sadly, it wasn't West Virginia three weeks ago. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We got to talk about them. Yep. Now we're done with the Big 12. The best conference in college football. Um, Alabama and Arkansas. Alabama has a ESPN has Alabama at a ninety three percent chance of winning no this way. game. Absolutely not. Disrespectful. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Alabama is favored by seventeen on the road. Disrespectful. In Fayetteville, Arkansas. Absolutely not. There is no freaking way. I mean, there is a way, but there's uh, like this is ridiculous. Absolutely not. Arkansas is just too good of a team to get blown out by Alabama. Yeah, no. And they're in wounded animal mode this year. Or, or should I say wounded hog mode. Um, or not this year, but this game. They're, they they take their lumps after – I wouldn't even say they take their lumps, but they just take a rough loss uh, by Texas A&M, a game they should have won. Yep. Um, and then they come – and thankfully this game is at home and not in Bryant-Denny Stadium. God, if it was in Brian Denny, that I would, would feel a, I would, this would be an entire. We wouldn't be talking be about a, this yes, game. Yes, it's it's rough, but they're at home. 
I feel good about it. Uh, Bryce Young, man, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions, 83 for twenty uh, for 121 at 1029. Uh, K.J. Jeffrey, yep. Yeah, I K. mean, K. you J. can Jefferson. say the exact same thing about K.J., though. Yeah. 67, 97, 941, eight touchdowns, one interception. Playing ball, man. Yeah. And – and running game. Running game is really the key here. Oh, Raheem Sanders is a monster. Yep. I'm I mean, Arkansas is still three and one. I would love to see Arkansas now I would love to see LSU and Alabama duke it out for the SEC West. Thank you. However, I don't think that's gonna happen this year, and I think Arkansas has the best chance to. So I would love to see the Razorbacks battle it out with the Crimson Tide this year for the SEC West. And I think they are the team that's gonna that has the best shot of giving Alabama a run for their money in the SEC West. And I think they do. I, I'm gonna say it right now. I think Arkansas wins this game because Alabama. We saw what happened to them when they went walked into Austin, losing, losing, winning by one to Texas, who on a last second field goal. Yeah, on a last second field goal to Texas, who lost their starting quarterback. Had Xavier Worthy. I th- it's mm-hmm. either Xavier Worthy or Isaiah Nair, who's out with the injury for a season-ending injury. It's a it, like Texas is a bat is a beaten was was at that point kind of beaten up a little bit before the season even started. They're more beaten up now. But <clears throat> Quinn Ewers is out of that game, and Hudson Card came in and was banged up throughout that game, and they still almost won that game. Yeah. So Alabama is going to take a loss. This is their loss this year. Um, and I would, I would love nothing more than for them to also maybe lose to Texas A&M, but I would love for Arkansas to make it to Atlanta. And not Alabama. I know I would like to see LSU do it, but I just don't think that's going to happen this year. No, it's not. Um, I hate doing it. I've always hated doing it. No. I will always hate doing it. No. Everything you're saying makes sense. But one thing I've learned watching Nick Saban football for – Many years, unfortunately. Please retire, Nick. We all hate you. Um, Nick Saban doesn't drop games like this. He almost dropped a game against Texas like that, though. Yeah. Almost. He didn't. But only because of – only only because – only because Bryce Young was in at quarterback. You put anybody else in there. I don't think Alabama wins that game. No, and I agree with you. But guess what? He's got Bryce Young's quarterback. That's fair <laughs> like enough. I, I, I hate saying it and I hate taking Alabama's side, but I've got to pick Alabama. I mean, I agree with you and I I know this I co- hope nothing more in the world that I take this loss next week. I hope that I take this loss and I'm proven wrong and Arkansas actually upsets Alabama. I'll tell you this right now. There's the spread is straight up disrespectful. <laughs> I'll say that. Um it is no it's very much disrespectful. ESPN doing 93.1 to 6.9 also disrespectful. disrespectful. Um no, I'm I'm taking Bama and I hate saying that. I really do. 
Razorback Stadium. That is the name of Arkansas. That's such a cool stadium name. I, I'll tell you right now, we did this last year. If there was a team, if West Virginia didn't exist, or if LSU didn't exist, what team would you pull for type of thing here? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I've changed my mind now. I'd probably pull, like if West Virginia just fell off the map one day, I think I'm going to go pull for Arkansas and Sam Pittman. I, I would be uh, Sue, <laughs> Sue Wee. Ooh. Woo suey, uh, oh, woo, woo pig, pig suey. suey, woo pig suey. Um, I love Arkansas. I always have. I always will. They are our heated rival. We play for the best trophy in college football, the Golden Boot. Um, it is a nice trophy. I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's a nice trophy. Look, we get it. West Virginia has the Black Diamond Trophy. We Black understand. Black Diamond Trophy. We need to go get the Bill Schwartzwalder Trophy. Uh, yeah. I get it. I understand. We have the Governor's Cup. <sighs> Alabama's winning this game. No, Arkansas. I know the stats don't favor it because Alabama's putting up over 500 yards of offense. Arkansas is only putting up 479. Arkansas is also allowing 400 yards of offense. Alabama's allowing 200. Yeah. There's a brick wall that's going to come across the field in Fayetteville, and that's going to be Alabama's defense. Arkansas wins this game. By three. Arkansas does not win this game by three. Arkansas wins this game by three. Alabama wins this game by at least two touchdowns. No. That's disrespectful. That's I'm absolutely, sorry. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry. No. Arkansas wins this game by three. It's a close game, but they win the game by three, which ultimately helps them come seasons in, and they can make it to get Atlanta. Get into Atlanta. They could get to Atlanta. All right, let's talk about someone who's not named Alabama. Um, someone who's just as terrible, in my opinion, and overrated, but that's fine. They're not in the SEC. I don't have to worry about them, you know, until January. Mm-hmm. And even then, <laughs> LSU doesn't have to worry about them this year. Um, <laughs> oof. Absolutely disrespectful. Um, to my own team. Um, NC State. Clemson. Takes on Clemson. Clemson has an 83.5% chance of winning this game. Not as disrespectful as the Alabama-Arkansas <coughs> stat line. But both teams are 4-0. Clemson is 2-0 in the ACC. Uh, Clemson's beat Wake Forest and Georgia Tech so far. Clemson looking shaky against Wake Forest last week. 51-45 in double overtime. They did. However, DJ Uyangle just – just was all over the place. Ten, ten touchdowns. Well, not ten touchdowns, but he's had ten touchdowns and only and one interception. Season. But he balled out last game, though. Yeah, he did. One thing I think that we should take into consideration is Hurricane Ian and how much does this affect the game. Because I think I, th- I think you're going to have to require the to run the ball a lot more. Whoever can run the ball better and I mean, might historically, win, would, would probably win this game. That's uh, Clemson with uh, Will Shipley. I yeah. mean, Will Shipley, not on a whole lot of people's boards right now as a name to look out for. 52 carries, 353, seven touchdowns so far on the year. Yeah. They've utilized them in a lot of red zone packages. Um, look, Clemson, 43.8 points per game, NC State, 36. So far... NC State has played UConn, Texas Tech, ECU, CHSO. Who's that? 
Charleston, Charleston Southern. Lord have mercy on NC State school. I'm, I'm, I know who you're picking. Yeah, but I'm picking NC State. That's fine. I'm picking Clemson. I'm picking NC State. Oh, and you remember when we got along at the beginning of this episode? I know. Wasn't that nice? Yeah, it was a moment of friendship. <laughs> it, was, it was what? It was a moment of our you know, friendship it, it shining a, through. It, it was a beautiful moment of friendship. And then logic took over, and I picked Alabama, Clemson. <laughs> I picked Alabama and Clemson. I mean, cool. look, I love NC State. They would have been my team if LSU did not exist. But... No, I'm I'm taking Clemson. I've got to. No. I mean, their offense is too good. They can run the ball. They've proven that with Will Shipley. They prefer to pass it, but nope. I think NC State is the better team this year. A little bit more. Um, a little bit more dis. I say discipline, but they're a little bit more on solid ground. Clemson is still having to replace. Well, they both might not be on solid ground this week. That's true. It could be, yeah. And I think that takes into consideration more and how much you want to pass the ball, different things like that. However, I think that NC State, just like we said before, has the more well-seasoned coaching staff. Yes, Dabo Sweeney is still the head coach at Clemson, but he is having to replace Brent Venables and Tony Elliott. So you, I mean, that that's a hard thing to overcome. NC State's going to be patient with the ball, and they're going to run it a lot. And NC State's going to win this ball in Clemson's Death Valley. <laughs> that that's who the Death Valley God, is. Stop. That's 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 stop that's the Death Valley talking. that you were talking about earlier. Stop talking. They're also the Tigers, by the way. Right. Um, Seems like a very popular uh, mascot, very unoriginal almost. Hey, um, <clears throat> hey, Owen. Yeah. Forty-two twenty-five. Forty-two twenty-five. Forty-two twenty-five. Go oh, Tigers. Whatever. Forty-two twenty-five. Go Tigers. For the national, cha- that was years ago. Forty-two twenty-five. Go Tigers. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, NC State wins this one. I don't think I, I, they. I don't think they win it outright. Um, well, actually, what's the spread on this? Hold on. Spread, spread is six is and a half. Six and yes, half. they do win it outright. They win they by win two touchdowns. They win by two touchdowns. They win by two touchdowns. They win by two touchdowns. Dude, you're crazy. They win by two you touchdowns. You are absolutely crazy. Spreads for four, uh, 40 and a half. Um, Over-unders, 40 and a half. I see 40. them hitting the under. Especially, I s- they're, they're, not, they're definitely not going on the over. Um, just because, I mean, with the hurricane coming through this weekend, mm-hmm. It, it'll be – I'm honestly surprised that this game has not been postponed or relocated yet. Well, and I think it's because it's so far off the coast. That's right why. Right now, yeah. Um, well, no, I'm talking about Clemson. Clemson is so far off the coast. They're yeah. closer to to the mountains than they are. Uh, Fair enough. They're very much – so, NC State wins this one, two touchdowns. Going Clemson. Uh, they win it – actually, I'm not going to give a score uh, – Sorry if you thought your podcast just quit working there. That was a long pause. <laughs> um, uh, but no, um, yeah, NC State wins it by two touch two touchdowns. I'm going to say 21-7. That's what I'll say. I'll give a score. 21-7, NC State wins by two touchdowns. Clemson wins 28-14. Boo. 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 
That's how I feel about that. That's all I got to say about <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who's going first? Oh, real quick plug. Farron plays Shenandoah this week. If you would like to hear our preview, please listen to the episode before last. Uh, it's the... Not... A New Hope? A n- mm, let me see. It's the episode before last. Um, oh, wow. We also want to give a quick apology. Um, last week in the Exit Sandman podcast, uh, my mic went out oh, um, yes. around the nine-minute mark. Got back in around the 17-minute mark. Um, hopefully, we have the issue resolved going forward. Um, you know, Obviously, we're still learning here. Um, and we're trying to make it better every, each and every single week for y'all. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of clarify that as well. I do. Owen did not come across the table and tackle me. Nope. So. Uh, it was rivalry, rivalry Week Part 2. Rivalry Week Part 2, if you want to hear our preview on the Ferrum Shenandoah game. Quick thing, uh, Ferrum, historically speaking, is... Much better on the road. They they are currently five and three when playing at Shenandoah. So there's that. Oh um, yeah, no, Farum's for sure picking up their first one of the season this week. It can their their offense uh, can show a little life again this week. They just come off a bye, much 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 needed bye uh, after having a rough zero and three start to the season. So very possible that Farum picks up their win at Shenandoah this week. Now back to our regular scheduling program. Um, I'll excuse me. I'll go first because I've been going last past couple weeks. Um, West Virginia, Texas this week. West Virginia coming off a big win, um, and they've been they're they're well rested. Had a long week to rest off of their Thursday night game, so that's nice. Um, but yeah, no, I. I'm I'm excited for this game. I'm very much uh, looking forward to it. It's a night game, 7.30 p.m. Texas currently has an 85% chance of winning this game. According to ESPN. According to ESPN. They're favored by nine and a half. Disrespectful. The over-under is 62. Huh. Would you look at that? West Virginia has 490 yards total, or averaging 490 yards a game. Uh, they've only allowed 302. You want to know how many Texas has allowed? Texas has allowed 380 yards. Yeah, and they've picked up 410. Yeah. So that's almost 200 yards difference for West Virginia and 30 yards difference for Texas. Yep. No wonder they lost to Texas Tech. Anyway. <laughs> JT Daniels, my man, 87 for 134, 956 yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Honestly, if you wipe one of those interceptions away, again, seven touchdowns, one interception, doesn't matter. C.J. Donaldson, 52 carries, 380 yards, six touchdowns. Neil Brown said this week in his press conference, uh, C.J. looks very much more well-conditioned for the college game. One of the reasons that he's not been play- being played as much is because he's just not conditioned enough for the college game. He's a, he's a freshman, so it's very hard. It's 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 – taking him a little bit to get used to the conditioning level and having to stay out on the field for a little bit. Um, I'm very excited for this game, very nervous because it's a night game in Austin, and I know Austin, that atmosphere is wild. That um, 
I mean, those fans go crazy for Texas Longhorn for Texas Downhorn football. <laughs> um, but uh, we talk about it as a rivalry. But let's be honest: who in the Big Twelve likes Texas? No one. Exactly. So I mean, eh. But West Virginia, I feel like West Virginia's kind of made it. The, what really has made it a thing for West Virginia and Texas is that 2018 game. Yeah, the Horns Down game. The Horns Down game, and West Virginia really just uh, – they came back, won that game, didn't have to even go into overtime. Will Greer throws a beautiful uh, chef's kiss pass to uh, Gary Jennings in the back of the end zone and then goes for two. He gets it. Um, and – West Virginia wins the game, moves on to 6-0 and with playoff hopes still alive at that point for the 2018 <laughs> season. Ah. I just want to let you know, West Virginia was ranked fifth at that point. Wow. That's the closest I've come to tasting the playoffs. And you were still one spot away. <laughs> yep, because we ended up going 8-4 and four that year. Oof. Yep. Um, anyways. Dropping four of your last six. Yep. Brutal. Isn't that fun? Gotta love Neil Brown. Nope, that wasn't Neil Brown. Really? That was Dana Holgerson. Oh. Neil Brown didn't come in until after that season. Oh. That's brutal. Isn't it? Don't you love to see it? Um, yeah. <laughs> West, yeah, that was Holgerson's last year. Could have done something, but didn't. Anyways, um, <laughs> West, uh, Neil Brown beat Texas last year at home. Uh, I look for him to do it again this year, uh, but this time on on the road. Uh, West Virginia is currently the only Big Twelve team to have a winning record against Texas. Mm. They are, yeah. Oh, what is the, what is the record, by the way? Um, that I don't know. I can't. I can't remember that record. Uh, but yeah, West Virginia has a winning record. Is the only Big Twelve team to have a winning record against Texas. I'm again seven thirty p.m. It's another night game. Like that's what's baffling me is that we because because after this we get our bye week and then we get Baylor on a Thursday night at home. Like that's a lot of night games, dude. Yeah, because your schedule's great. Like it, it's good football to watch. It's exciting football to watch. But, but it I mean, sucks when you lose. Yeah. But it's also hard on the team as well. You yeah. know. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm not picking Texas. I already picked Alabama. <laughs> I'm I'm not picking Texas. West Virginia is four and two in Austin. Yeah. No horns down. Interesting. St- interesting stat. This comes from Tony Caridi, the voice of uh, West Virginia football. West Virginia football has played Texas football six times in Austin with the first game in 1956. Five of the six games have been decided by four points or less. West Virginia is 4-2 and two in Austin. West Virginia is the only team Texas doesn't have a winning record against. Yeah, no. Um, horns down. I'm taking West Virginia. Here's also an in uh, – I'm sorry, it is Isaiah Nair who is out with a – uh, injury because Xavier Worthy is listed here with stats. Um, it is Isaiah Nair, which is a bit. Uh, Bijan Robinson, I think, is a little hurt. He's banged up. He's yeah. a little banged up. Hudson Carr, obviously, I think he's gotten over in his injury now, but he, he kind of played through it. Uh, it is in limbo on whether Quinn Ewers is playing this game or not, which is very surprising to me because he was supposed to be out four to six weeks with his injury. Uh, the Alabama game was week two. This is week five. So this is three. So he may come back a week or three early, 
it, it seems like, but that's in limbo. I'm a little nervous if, if he does come out, but I still think we can handle Texas. I handle Texas in the way that not handle them like, hey, we're going to bushwhack them. Handle them as in, hey, we can keep it close. Uh, Here's one thing that I will be watching for in this game. B.J. Robinson versus West Virginia's defense. Versus our front six. Yeah. Um, West Virginia has only allowed 98.3 yards a game rushing. Mm-hmm. I think that number goes up. I think so too. A little bit. I think it's. I think so too because Bijan is a really, really mm-hmm. good player. Um, but I don't want to see him run all over the place. No, like, and here's the thing: not. if we Pitt is is like their what their philosophy is is to stick to the run this year. If yep. we can hold them to 76 yards. Kansas is a different story. Kansas was really yeah, but I mean we've talked about that. Had the weird, had, they have this like new and updated version of the triple option that they have with Jalen Daniels. So it's it's just yeah. But if we can if if we can make Texas almost one dimensional, I think that'd be good. Now if it's Quinn Ewers in the backfield, he looked really really good against Alabama in week two before he got hurt. Before he got hurt, but also. Um, well, and something also I'm looking at too that I'm very nervous about is JT Daniels. I have I have all the faith in him in the world. You know, he's he throws a great ball. That's what that's what I'm excited about. But how? But like that Texas that Texas secondary looked not impenetrable. But Alabama was having a hard time against the Texas secondary. Uh, so CJ Donaldson, Tony Mathis Jr., Justin Johnson, they're all going to I think have another heavy workload again this week. Um, Owen, I hate to do it to you. I'm sorry. Um, no, obviously I'm picking West Virginia. Come okay. on. I was holding my breath there for a little bit. Yeah. No, God, no. Um, horns down. Horns down. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to your front six on the defensive side of the ball, and then it's also going to come down to JT Daniels converting against that tough Texas secondary. We say tough Texas secondary, but Texas has given up, I mean, 245 yards through the air. Now, granted, they did play Bryce Young in Alabama, but 2019 was the final score. So if West Virginia wins this game by more than two points, does that mean West Virginia is better than Alabama? It's a possibility. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But take wait, does that mean Texas Tech is better than Alabama? Oh, uh, by that logic, it's a possible. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Let's put it out on the gridiron. Let's figure mm-hmm. it out. So you got West Virginia win by how much? Um, do I'm you think say, they cover? I think they cover. I think they cover. I think West Virginia wins by ten. Ooh, interesting. I don't think you hit the over under though. What what is the over under? Sixty two. Mm. I think that's a little high. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe. I'm not saying like. So you, so you think it's like going to be like a thirty three twenty three type of game almost? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair like thirty three twenty three or like twenty eight four now. Like thirty one twenty one would okay. be. Would be my prediction. Interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. <sighs> Come on, Tigers. 
I really don't want to talk about this game. Why? Because LSU's going to mop the floor with Auburn. For sure. Like, I, I have never been as, and I know this is going to come back to bite me, but I really don't care. LSU's 3-1, 1-0 in conference. Auburn, 3-1, 1-0 in conference. TJ Finley, 431, one touchdown, four interceptions. JT, Dan- no, J. J. Din Daniel, sorry. I was still in West Virginia mode there for a second. <laughs> well, d- uh, it also doesn't help when like ESPN has blue has blue and gold for the. Um, I know, yeah, I was looking the- at that too. <laughs> That's a little, um, little odd. No, Jaden Daniels, eighty one for eighty one for one hundred and eleven, eight thirty five and six touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero interceptions, and we like to throw the ball. And you're also very much like Jalen Daniels. Yeah, 44 <laughs> carries, 262, and two touchdowns. I mean, look, LSU is going to mop the floor with Auburn. I can't believe that they're only favored by nine. Well, Auburn is 3-1, and 1-0 one, one and in the conference. Yeah, but they only lost the Missouri game solely because Missouri dropped the ball. Yeah, they lost to Penn State. I mean... But they got mopped by Penn State. Yeah, like... Come on. Come on. on. We just blanked our vaunted, our our most, you know, prolific rivals, the Lobos. Um, We took care of the dogs. Now it's on to the cats. Not as good as Exit Salmon, Q Country Roads. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, I mean, I can tell you, LSU has scored 40 points per game and allowed 14. I can tell you that LSU's offense has produced 487 yards per game, 288 through the air, 198 on the ground. I can tell you that LSU has only allowed 260 yards uh, total, or not total, excuse me, per game, 146 and 111. Um, Auburn does not come anywhere near there. No. Auburn points per game, 23.8. Points allowed, 21.8. Two points. Uh, LSU had a 25-point difference. And that's not against any slack. Now, granted, Southern University of New Mexico. Obviously not in our league. Yeah. Mississippi State, very much in our league. Florida State would have won the game. We would have went into overtime. <laughs> well, woulda, shoulda, coulda. But that's fine. We're not. We're not talking about the. We're not talking about the past. Florida State. Look, about the Florida State right now is four and zero. Should be three and one. Look, I can give you all the stats. I can tell you why LSU is going to mop the floor with Auburn. But all you need to know is that their Tiger Stadium isn't called Tiger Stadium. It's called Jordan-Hare Stadium. Mm-hmm. War Eagle. They don't even have a Tiger as their chant. LSU, go Tigers! War Auburn. Eagle! War Eagle! What does that even mean? You literally were like, last week, you were like, oh, that's such a cool, cool chant. That was before we played them. Oh, my gosh. Um... No, I'm I'm this is going to be a sold out SEC matchup for sure. 
if it's not, shame on Auburn. Because I know LSU is going to do their got part. got a lot of problems behind, like, behind the scenes. They've got a lot of problems behind the scenes. I didn't even get to any of that. But, yeah, you're right. I tell you what, if and probably when uh, Ryan Harson loses this game, he's fired. Which is a shame because this is literally year two for him at Auburn. Yeah. And the boosters have already got him – they've already said – Well, and that's what I hate about the SEC mentality too is like <sighs> – It's only because of Alabama. Yeah. Be- and, and honestly, it would be because of you guys too if had Nick Saban stayed at LSU. Had Nick Saban stayed at LSU, had Ed Orgeron not – you know, gotten caught in bed with a 26-year-old fan. But, you know, either way, that's neither here hey, nor ladies. there. <laughs> Go Tigers. I mean, they're paying him $19 million to sit at home. So, ugh. He's not going to coach till that 17 or $19 million runs out. I can't remember. If, I think it's like 17.4 or 19.2. Because I think if he, could, if he starts coaching again, then LSU. Oh, he forfeits the money. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. No, I'm picking LSU. LSU for sure covers the spread. The over-under is 46.5. We're favored to win 78.9 to Auburn's 21.1. Um, I say we win by two touchdowns. I'm going to say you win 35-14. Ooh. 35-14. Auburn's a Ooh. bad team this year. LSU, LSU is for sure winning this. Like Ooh. I said, your, your next test – comes when you play hey, look, 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 That's next ple- week. You're just, you're just pleased week. I said this. That's next week. Let's 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 go back to your score <laughs> prediction real quick. 35-14? 35-14, yes. Baby. Aub- Auburn's a bad team this year. Baby. 35-14. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm changing. I, I can't let you be more of an LSU fan and say more of a margin of victory. So I'm changing it. I'm saying <laughs> 70 to 14. No. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no. I just want to let you know. I So on my way to Roanoke today, I drove past somebody. This was so disgusting. Um, I drove past somebody in uh, an, an Alabama decked out car. They had the big Alabama <laughs> sticker on the side of their car, had the flag and everything, and I really wanted to roll down my window and shout, Go Tigers! Really? <laughs> yes. Aww. For you. For you. Aww. <laughs> this, is the, this is what true friendship looks like right here. When I'm not even willing to shout, Go Mountaineer! Because it would honestly, it would have no effect on them. No. When they're like, yeah... Cool. Who, who's the Mountaineers? Well, they again? would know the Mountaineers, but I'm saying, you like, they'll be like, "Hey, thank you for the coach," and I'm like, "Yeah, <sighs> you're welcome." Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, they could say the very same thing to LSU fans, yeah, that's, but you that's know. very true. Well, that would be more Miami because <laughs> Miami let it. Yeah, yeah. Nick Saban coach for uh, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, please look it up. Please. It, it brings was... me so much joy every single time. <laughs> Because, like, if I'm ever, like, in a down honestly, mood or anything, I just look at Nick Saban's NFL record. Yeah, but honestly, like, his college record really wipes that away. Like, most people forget that he... Ah, no. Nah. Most people forget that he... Yep. LSU fans will never forget. <laughs> never forget. 
Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're getting political? <laughs> wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. No, LSU wipes the floor. Um, you said 35-14. I, I'm contractually obligated to as a, LSU. As a home blood, as a like purple and gold-blooded LSU like fan. You're, born and bred. I'm not allowed to have anybody else be more yeah. LSU than me, yeah, than no, another I've, LSU fan. I've got to say like 42-14, 42-7. <laughs> Uh, 70 nothing. I mean, oh it, ultimately, it doesn't matter what the final score is. LSU is it going doesn't to, matter what exactly. the final score. LSU is going to beat the brakes off of Auburn this week. You only said that just so I don't seem like the bigger LSU. Exactly. <laughs> but it doesn't take it away. I mean, look, LSU is three and one, one and zero in conference. They're about to be two and zero in conference. We go. Thank you. Could we go to the playoffs this year? No, I don't think we're good enough. You, you, I can see a We've bowl game, though. We've got time. Yeah. And could I see us competing for the SEC championship game? We're going to have to get some help from other people. From Arkansas. It starts with Arkansas. It starts with Arkansas. It's pronounced Arkansas. Um, God, that makes three Kansas teams that we talked about this week. That's, <laughs> Or Kansas State, Kansas State, Kansas, Arkansas. Yeah, no, that just doesn't make sense. No, Kansas State, Kansas, and Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for that, I'm Owen Spelling. My name's Cole Connor, and this was another episode of the Panther Pod. <laughs>